702 Late Night Talk with Aubrey Masango. For the curious. Right, so I, I'm looking at this guy and I'm thinking to myself, he must be insane. His name is Wandisile Nongodwana. He's here with me in the studio. He's wearing his T-shirt that says from uh, London to Paris. Or is it the other way around? Is it from Paris to London? London to Paris, South African doing great things. That's what his name is. Wandisile Nongodwana is here with me. Wandisile, thank you very much, my brother, for coming through. I really appreciate you coming through. Uh, did you run? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. At least I drove here. <laughs> thank you so much, Obs. I really, really and, appreciate uh, it. And uh, when Tading, my producer, told me that we were going to be speaking to you, first I, I, I said to her, I, th- I, think, I think you're insane. Yeah? Because I think that the people that run 89 kilometers with the Comrades Marathon are not well. Yeah. I'm doing the, the, the 12th one this year. You're doing the 12th Comrades, Comrades yeah. Marathon? Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about that issue as well. But you did 420 kilometers this month. You ran 10 uh, marathons because, you know, we still need to find out what a marathon is and so forth. I believe that uh, the Two Oceans <laughs> Marathon has also just uh, gone through a milestone in terms of it being around. It's more than 50 years old. So Correct, kudos yeah. to those people that run that. But the Comrades Marathon has been here for a very long time. And I thought yeah. that those guys were crazy. And then I heard about this particular run that you've just been to. Tell me about it. Okay. So basically, um, the London to Paris Marathon, it was um, a project by ASICS. Yeah. Um, it involved 10 runners from 10 countries yeah. um, and running those 10 days. Um, so you obviously represented South Africa. That's correct, yeah. Thank so, you, bro. So, you know, proud, <laughs> proudly, proudly South Africa. Sure. Yeah. So they know we're crazy, we can run. Eh? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're not that good looking, but we, we can run. <laughs> <laughs> that too. Um, so, yeah, so, so, yeah um, so it was basically 10 athletes um, from 10 countries. Yeah. Um, South Africa, um, South Africa. Russia, Spain, Italy, France. Um, Kenya? No, Poland. Kenya um, wasn't there. Africa is there. Um, All right, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, you so, know the story. So I, I represent South Africa. I represent the continent. Sure. I represent, you know what I mean? Well, thank so. you, my brother. That's wonderful. But, okay. but, but Kenya wasn't there? No, no, no. They but, but you know the story, right? I mean, about the fact that the guys from Kenya and uh, what was the other guy's name? I think it's Mor- not Morocco. Is it Morocco? Salas? Ali Salasi? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's from... Uh, Ethiopia. Ethiopia, Ethiopia. Yes, correct. Yes. That the guys from the sort of Horn of Africa so, uh, are supposed to be the world champion runners of very, very long distance, together with us here in South Africa. How come you were part of the 10? How, how did you get to become one of the 10 who ran? So basically, um, like I said, um, it's a project that was run by, by ASICS um, globally. And we had to apply as ASICS front runners. So we are a group of um, runners who are irrespective of the speed, but as long as we in- inspire people to move, um, the movement could be running, the movement could be yoga, but anything that you can do to inspire other right. people to move. Okay. So so I'm one of these ASICS front runners in South Africa. Okay. So we are requested to apply um, to do this epic adventure. Um, so there were a couple of us even from South Africa as well. So I was, you know, I was um, fortunate enough and blessed enough to be the selected one to go and represent South Africa there, um, together with all the other front runners from all over. Inspirational it is, epic yeah. it is. Where did you grow up, Wanda? Okay, so um, I grew up in um, 
in the Eastern Cape. Yeah. Um, there's a village called Soto Location. It's it's basically closer to East London, about 40 kilometers, um, just outside, outside of East London, closer to Kamath. So I grew up there. Um, I think like... Beautiful part like, of our like, country. Like most... Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, beautiful part of our country. I had, yeah. I had the privilege of going there once. Um, and, and it's one of those things that I sometimes say to myself... We just don't appreciate how beautiful this country is. That's very true. Yeah. Eh? And and the thing is, I mean, when, when you grow up there, <clears throat> you don't really see that because it becomes part of you. Sure. Um, but then when you move out and you go back, you realize, and when you grow up as well, you realize how beautiful that is. Um, so as I mentioned, I grew up there um, in the village, um, like any other boy, um, in most part of the country. Well, um, yeah, yeah, I was looking after the kettle. Yeah. Um, we were, there's five of us in the family. Um, I'm the eldest. My, my dad used to be a miner. He got to change. And uh, my mother never went to school. Um, we used to go to school barefoot. Um, so, so I grew up up until standard age. And then from there, I went to the township, Dangan Village in East London. I did my matric, standard matric. And then I came to vets and started there. So I never had a running background I mean, I used to play soccer at school um, just to get by. But other than that, I never, never really was interested into running that much. As long as I was in position three and then I could go with the school tour. Yeah. You know, that's all I want, that I wanted. A South African um, doing great things. His name is Wandisile Nongolwana. And uh, he's just run 420 kilometers. <laughs> I can't believe this. Look. I'm almost familiar with the story of the black kid coming yeah. from the village, whether yeah. it's in the Kai yeah. mouth of the Kai, Kai mouth, whether it's in Limpopo, whether it's yeah. in um, the story is iconic. It's it's Correct. it's usually it's usually the same, but Correct. I think it's one that must be told over and over again. That 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 is very true, and and that's the reason why um, for me this this run was very very special to me. Yeah. One, um, for me, it was trying to saying, you know what, irrespective of your background, Precisely. irrespective of how you grew up, yeah. um, you can um, make a difference. You can use the opportunities that have been presented to you. Um, you don't have to sit back and say, you know what, oh, my background is like this and it's so bad and therefore... I'm gonna fold my arms and you know hope or something. throw my arms in you know the air I mean? and be fatalistic e- about exactly stuff. Yeah. you know so so that was that was my main thing. and that's the reason why I've tried even you know during my race from um, London to Paris to try and keep people updated to say you know this is where I'm at right now this is what is happening because you know I know especially in this day and age you know just about every person they've got an access to social social media yes you know and that's an easier way of communicating. And it's easier way of telling a story. And and that's basically my story to say, you know what, irrespective of where I'm from, um, you can be able to start, you know, from a village, you know, right up to London. I mean, and, I, and I, you and you don't necessarily have had to have had the the background of having all of those resources and amenities that make you an an ultra marathon runner that you have now become. You are a kid that grew up playing soccer and ultimately ran and you ran for <laughs> and I mean ex- exactly that I mean and, and that's the reason why I <laughs> you know I normally say that you know uh, I mean I use my tagline saying that his grace is sufficient for me you know because 
those opportunities and stuff. When I look at myself, I'm not an elite runner. You know, I don't run to compete. Um, I just run for fun. You know, everything else that has come up, you know, it has come up because I enjoy running. You know, if if maybe there is a race that I that I win, it just sure. happened. You know, so, what I mean? so, so the winning so, of a race is incidental. Exactly, but it's not necessarily what no. you go out to do. No, no. What I, do you go out to do? Fun. Run as high. You, it, really? Yeah, yeah. That's, 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 that's it's high. fun to run 420. <laughs> it is, it is, it is. Talk to and, me and, about and, it. And, and, and let's, talk, let's talk about the psychology of the runner. And runners, I'm, I'm happy to take your calls. O double one eight eight three oh seven oh two or oh two one double four six oh five six seven. Wandisile Nongoldwana is my guest. He's a South African doing great things. Uh, ran 420 kilometers. Um, it just sounds insane. But it's inspirational at the same time because as insane as it is, it's achievable. No. You achieved it. Sure, not everybody can because sure. I know that I will sure. never be with me and yeah. my short legs. Yeah. But, but you are saying to me that it's humanly possible to run from, from London to Paris. It is, it, it is exactly that. I mean, one of the reasons why we did that is, you know, to say that, you know, irrespective of, you know, your running, you know, you, must be, you might be a fast athlete. You must. You might be a slower one. Yeah. But one thing that is very crucial is that if you do that as a team, if you do that helping each other, if you do that, you know, completing that as you know as supporting each other is possible. And that's exactly what happened during that whole time. Yeah. You know, not everyone was at their best all the time in all the days. You know, I mean, we had some highs, we had some lows. But the most important thing was for us to help each other and support each other. And that's exactly what I'm trying to, to bring as well into the running community is that, you know, I don't have to, you know, they normally say that if you want to run uh, longer, run as a group. If you want to run faster, run alone. You know, so if you want to run longer, wow. so if you want to run longer, um, run as a team. Yeah. You know, if I want to do comrades, you know, let's do that as a team. Let's finish that as a, as a, as a team. And know? many people if, don't understand that. No. That, that... As much as the physical process of running is done alone, yeah. but you carry the burden of the distance, the discipline, the the focusedness as a team. Correct. You know that's that, that's exactly what it is. And and I mean, in as much as it it is a long distance. I mean, one comrade is long. London to Paris is very very long. No, it's insanely um, long. No, no, it's, it, it's Bashugana. It's madness. And, uh, I mean, it's, the, it's something <laughs> out of this world, yeah? And, and also, I mean, the longest distance I did before that um, was Washi 100 miler um, in 2017. Now, the difference between the Washi... 100 hun- miles? Yes, 161 k's in one go. So, the difference between the Washi 100 miler... Does your mother know you do these things? <laughs> <laughs> And, and 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 this is this is you know one of the reasons why I you know I I do such. I mean, I was talking to a friend of mine, and I was saying to do that for my own benefit is being selfish. It, I do that because I want to inspire other people. I want to encourage and motivate other people to do it. You know, I got you know I got satisfaction when someone said, you know what, one today I woke up and did five kilometers because you did. 420 kilometers. Sure. You know? I get that. And, and it's relevant to a person. Yeah. You know? Um, 
And the same thing with Wash 100 Miler, I was doing it so that I can raise funds for an NGO because yeah. I just felt that for me to do 100 miles because I want to win or I want to be in the podium, I, I don't get that satisfaction. And, and, and that's what I'm hearing from a lot of people who do running. Yeah. Uh, and I'm getting a few calls from people who are running already. We'll take those calls in a few moments' time and 11 Give me a call. Uh, if you are a runner, and I see that there is a fraternity, it's a culture, it's a there's there's a group. It's a of, movement. It's a movement. Yeah, yeah it's a movement. <laughs> I'm not a runner, right? I mean, I was telling Ntading, but I've decided that I'm going to start running. I'm not a runner. Please uh, understand, I'm not uh, a runner. Okay. There's, there's, I've heard that word that word before. Yeah. I'm not a runner. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And and people will do. 5Ks. Yeah. So, so, the, so I did I said, I did 5Ks, I think, a, a week ago. And I was saying to Ntateng, I said, I heard a voice. Yeah. Breaking. Yes. Yes. I heard a voice that said, I heard it while I was running. The voice came through the clouds and I could hear the music. Yeah. He said, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> 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 so, you know, I, I, I don't know. I don't know if I'll ever break through that, um, that, that a version, I'm, I can do all sorts of other things, yeah? Yep. But I, I definitely am not a runner. I, I'm like the kind of person who has to eat his vegetables. I run like somebody who doesn't like vegetables but has to yeah, eat Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. But I know that there are people like you who actually love running, who love running. Um, and there is something about all of you guys that I have I have noticed, and I'm going to tell you what it is in a few moments' time. And it's positive, by the way. Okay. Getzo is in Randburg. Hi, Getzo. Hello, brother. I'm well, thanks, Kate. So, how are you? Well, are you a runner? I am good. I am the one caller that normally calls in. We met at Multi Choice when you did your talk, and I've always been commenting. I've commented about your Tuchuka and your Saika thing at some point in time. <laughs> Thank you very much, my brother. Appreciate appreciate that. Uh, so, you were there, hey, when I was doing that stuff. But tell me about your 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 your. Um, are you a runner yourself? I am a runner and I'm a person that whose life was changed by running yeah. and, and 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 one. I ran my first marathon at a so at the Soweto Marathon. Yeah. And then seven months later I ran my first comrades last year. Wow. That wow. was life changing. Wow. I I am a runner like from the Eastern Cape as one deceased. Hey Kitsu. When when you see life change you yeah. uh, from running, running makes you get to a point where you feel that nothing in life is impossible because what running does mm. to you is the fact that it challenges your mind to say that you are on your own right now on mm. the run, but are you going to quit or are you going to commit and continue? Like, like Oandi last weekend after he, he had done, we, we we've been watching him do, do 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 his international run. He was at Oceans, and after Oceans, he came to us. We we're chilling by the Fat Cat stand. He came with this trophy that they got from Oceans, and then he and then he went on to run four hundred and twenty kilometers. It was before, it, was it was after, after. he ran four hundred. He did. Oh, it was after. Yeah, yeah, last weekend. Yes, yes. And, and when you see that, for me, as a runner who I'm not even that good, like Wandi said, you don't even, don't even need to be a good runner 
for you to understand that running changes your life and the impact that you need to do for the community is to be greater. <laughs> like for me, I've been listening to you and, and, and I'm very much inspired by you and everything else that I, I now do. I started running, I was a novice runner. Yeah. I, for some reason, got to my time to shave an hour of my marathon time, but just simply trading. But I met a bunch of people. Now there's like 58 of us. Yeah. But what, one of the things we do, we do because of the running community. The running community, one, we have not told you, but the running community is the most generous group of yeah, yeah. people. It's communal. Well, that, 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 that's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say, Kate, so that, that uh, you know, before you, you, you called in, I, I was going to make an observation that I've noticed about the running community, the running fraternity, uh, that there is something special about you guys. There's a camaraderie. There is a transcendence of the pettiness that we tend to hear about uh, in, uh, in normal sort of social speak. There is something focused about you guys. There's something transcendental about you guys. Mm-hmm. I, could, I could wax lyrical, Keto. Here's yeah. the thing. There is no science to explain what it means. Yep. Yeah. I mean, because, because here's the thing. For us, what we started doing is to say, we're now starting to do sanitary uh, towel drives. Next year is our last communist qualifier. We're doing a cancer drive as well to say wow. breast cancer awareness. And then one of our pillars, we're part of a group called We Are Runners. Yes. It's war against breast cancer, war against a girl child not being at school. But this was started by a group of people who said, we're thankful to God for the ability to run, but... What are we doing as a collective? Because Beautiful. we are Beautiful right here, Maya. Keto, I'm going to stop you there. Thank you very much for your call. Great call. Much appreciated. Uh, you see, that's the kind of inspiration yeah, thing yeah. that I'm talking about yeah. that I've, I've noticed with runners. Look, look, I I, I was a boxer. I, I I had to run. We used yeah. to call it road work. Yes, yes, <clears throat> road work. Yep. Oh, I hate yeah. it. Wearing all the suit and, and uh, rubbish plastic bags, <laughs> and yeah. I hated with everything I had, but I knew I had to do it yeah. for stamina, for all of those things. But there were some very critical life lessons that I learned yeah. by being alone. Yeah, we, I want to talk a little bit about that. But let's talk to yeah. Pusho Enduring Fontaine. Hi, hi, Pusho. Tell me what that is. Is that one man? Right there, and the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> He's here, and, and, and Babusha, he looks normal, by the way. <laughs> 420 kilometers, my brother. Yeah, my, my boy, you love your mother and your sister. <laughs> <laughs> so much, and they love me too, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm having all over just listening to you there. Yeah. The other time, I have my walker. I walk. I walk usually. Okay. But and first, the other time I tried to just to just a sprint. Oh, I was out of breath, Lord, for thirty minutes. I had to sit down. I didn't know whether I'm coming or going. I would. Hey, when I wanna. Uncle Pusha, I'm going to let you go, sir. Thank you very much for that call. (laughs) Look, I think part of the reason why we are all inspired by it is precisely because in our unchallenged minds, it appears impossible. But the fact that you have done it is a message to all of us that says that it can be done. Okay, maybe I won't do it, but... I must find 
the 420 kilometers that is unique to me of my life. Correct. And that's why I have this feature yeah. of South Africans yeah. doing great things. And yeah. these are people that are doing great things in many different yeah. walks of life. Yeah. Like you're a runner, people yeah. in business, people in the academic world, people. One thing that I have noticed about all of you guys, South Africans doing great things, is that you are not afraid of solitude. And and, 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 and that is one thing as well um, that... I w- you know, I'd like to say, in as much as um, while we run, we can be as a group, especially for the long, long distance. You know, we can we can be there as a group, but there's moments whereby you are in your space, whereby like everything that is kind of around you and everyone that is kind of around you, you don't see, you know, but you are in your in your own space. I mean, for one. For, for one person to go um, even for more than a marathon, um, you know, it, there, there's, a, there's a moment whereby, you know, you're going to be challenged to say, you know what, will I finish this? And with the London to Paris marathon, I mean, for me, I always say that, you know, I would finish a day and think to myself, am I going to make it you know, the, next the next day? day yeah. yeah, because, I mean, I started that, I knew that I want to finish all the 10 days yeah. and I don't want to quit. But after, you know, day one, you're like, okay, I've got nine more days. You know, will I make it? You know, I'm feeling, you know, my feet are hurting right now, you know, and, and all the pain here and there. Will I make it the next day? You know, and the next day comes, you know, and and, and continue again. And, and like I said, with a group of, uh, people that I was running with, you know, they were able to say, you know what, we can go. And I was able to say, you know what, there's someone else here who is not doing so well. Let me try and carry that person as well. You know, so we did that as a group. And that is one thing that was so awesome about, I mean, for for the London to Paris, we slept at different um, places every night, except yeah. when you go to Paris, because we started in London um, in Regent Street at Essex Store and via Buckingham Palace and then we finished off on the first day a place called Walkings. Yeah. And then the next two days we went up to New Haven where that was the end of the English side of the run. And then we took the ferry um, over to the um, across the channel Yeah. and then we got to Dieppe which is on the French side and then we finished off from there. So, it was are, never. Are there, are there lots of people on the streets cheering you on, that sort of thing, or is it a like, s- slightly lower key sort of? Like, like most, most, most part of it was on trail. It was like more on the countryside, and that was one thing that made it so beautiful. It was one of the beautiful. It's more. It's it's more. It's more like um, going in through Transkei, you know, whereby it's no man's land. All you see is just the greens and the cows, and the kettles, and, and then at some point, then would, you know, we'd meet, we'd meet towns here and there. Sure, sure. But generally, you know, it was more on the trail. Um, it was more on the countryside. So, and so, it was, so it, this, is, this is what I wanted to ask you, Wandi. Uh, and again, it's, it's, it's that question that is connected to lessons that we could all learn yep. from your experience. 
It appears to me that as somebody who has to run the kinds of distances that you have to run, yep. you've got to shed, you've got to shed certain things. In other words, you've got to shed the need to be validated by other people. You've got to shed the need to be motivated by the clapping hands of people in the... You've got to shed that. You've got to have something else that you are motivated and pushed by to keep running. Correct. Yet another step. Yep. Yeah? Yep. <laughs> when you've run 419 yep. kilometers, right? Yep. W- where did that come from? Has it, has it got anything to do with your background, the... Uh, the the but many people are performers. They love yeah. to be seen and celebrated. Be, and, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And, and again, and stuff, there's yeah. nothing wrong. I mean, yeah, th- yeah. that's why we have performers. Yeah, yeah, for sure. yeah. But it appears to me that somebody who's a runner like you, the kinds of distances where <laughs> you get so tired that it doesn't matter whether somebody is clapping hands for you or not. What then keeps pushing you? What's going on in your mind at that point? Okay, I'm going to tell you what. Um, so. <clears throat> On the first two days, it was mostly, you know, you'll see people around and cheering and stuff. That's when it's but nice then, and glamorous. Exactly, you know. But there must be something that is deep within you that speak to Wandi personally. Yeah. Why am I doing this? And for me, um, and that's the reason why, I mean, some of my, on my posts on social media, I was crying. On the third day, it was one of the longest in fact, it was the longest of the 10. It was about 70 Ks. Um, and, um, and it was the toughest because of, the, I mean, the, alti- uh, the, the elevation was about 900 meters up. It was one of the toughest days. And I thought to myself, okay, here I am one day. You know, am I doing this? Am I continuing with this? And I realized it's not just about me. It's not about, just about one is silly doing this. Yeah. It's about everyone that is out there, you know, that I would like to encourage and inspire. It's about that person who says, you know, I've been sitting here and wanting to run, but I don't know why I should. And and for me, that's one thing, one, one thing that's kept me going. I want to I take I've got, I I got messages yeah, as well. Sure. I mean, and one thing that I would like to appreciate, I mean, is the message that came through through social media from, from family, you know, from friends that kept, you know, coming through yeah. and say, you know what, you got this, keep going, you know. And those are the kind of things that, you know, kept me going. And I mean, there's one, t- there's one night I just got to, when we started finishing, I just went straight to my room and I just sat and cried. And and I just prayed for strength. I'm like, Lord, I just need to finish this. I just need to finish one more day. And like I was saying to you earlier on, it was never about, okay, Wendy, you must finish 420 days. After day two or day three, it was, how do I handle the next day? Will I make it the next day? And when you see other people um, getting injured, you're like, fine, am I going to be next? Yeah. You know, um, you're in a foreign country eating, you know, Different food. Yeah. Am I, am, am I going to get sick? You know, so those kind of things, they, they, sure. they come into play. I want to take a quick call from Jeff, who's done 21 Comrades Marathons. Wow. Uh, Jeff, good evening to you and thank you very much for calling. I really appreciate your call, Jeff. Thanks, Aubrey. Hi, can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. 21 uh, Comrades. I, yeah, I, I, I finished 21 Comrades. <laughs> um, 
and uh, Hi, congratulations to Wandy there. Great, great to hear you uh, 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 taking on such a challenge. It's, it's, it's a tremendous effort, Thank and uh, physically and mentally. And also, I'd like to say, uh, it's also for all of us who love uh, getting up in the morning, seeing sunrises. Yeah. Yep. And also, one of the common things about us is that we all start at a starting point, and we all our destination is the finish. Yeah. Uh, in 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 life, uh, general life out in the public, we don't get that kind of attitude and that mentality. Everyone's for themselves, and they selfish, greedy, and they want to cheat or, or steal. Thanks, Aubrey. Thank you very much, Jeff. And uh, yeah, congratulations. 21 Comrades Marathons. And I'm only me. going for 12. Oh my word. Jeez, I man. Like does, it, does it make you feel like you're like... Yeah, it's like I don't have time any. You feel like you're like a useless person. <laughs> I'm telling you, yeah. Because you've done 12 and, and, you know, and Jeff has done two. I can't believe you guys. It's just, I don't know what I'm going to do about you guys. Those are the legends. Here's the question that I wanted to ask you, Wandi. I'm sure we could sit here and have a conversation about what is your training regimen? Yeah. What do you eat and, and so forth? Yeah. And I'm sure that there's a powerful and compelling story about the discipline that goes into choosing what you can and what you can't eat so that you make your body and your mind the machine that it has become, right? I like the word machine. Because <laughs> it must be. It must be, <laughs> yeah? But I'm intrigued by the conversation that happens inside of you, yep. in silence, yep. by yourself, that gets you so emotional to the point where you cry when nobody's watching. <laughs> Some of the big gurus of life, the books that have been written, the ancient ones, the modern ones, and so forth, have always spoken about the fact that we as human beings, or life as such, human beings, animals, the, the animate and the inanimate things are connected. I'm hearing that connection in your story, that we are connected. That's why you are able to be motivated by the fact that people you don't know, yep. you, you never come across, maybe some of them you'll never know, you'll never meet, are inspired by the fact that you run 420 kilometers. Let me tell you one thing, um, exactly that. I mean, the first time that we met is the 10 athletes. It was when we got to London. We've never, ever, ever met. We've never run together. We don't even know each other's training program, you know, um, their history and all of that. And, and, and that was one thing that connected us was running. Yeah. And the desire to do that together. Um, when we started, I mean, we, we only had one meeting um, a month before that to saying, okay, so what will, you, what will we require, you know, in those days, like the, you know, warm clothes for the weather, you know, backpacks, because we'd sleep in one place and and, uh, and wake up and then we go to the next one. You're carrying those backpacks Correct. while you're running? Correct, yes. So, so you have breakfast um, <coughs> at the hotel that you slept at yeah. and then dinner at the destination. Um and then in between that, you eat whatever you have on your backpack. Um, <coughs> and, and that is one thing that I think um, one of the callers was saying about sharing as, as runners. You know, I mean, it, it didn't matter whether I had food or I didn't have food. You know, whoever had something will share that. Wow. And that's exactly what happens, you know, during running. I mean, I remember when I first, um, when I first did my, my comrades, 
I was three kilometers to the finish. I was tired. I didn't want to do anything about it. I, I sat by the roadside. And all the athletes that were coming by, like, you know, Wandy, please. <coughs> and, and, and at Comrades, you've got your name written on, on your bib. So someone who doesn't even know you, Called they you call you by name. name. You're like, okay, who's that now? And, and you know, please, you know, what do you want? Do, do, do you want creme sauce? Do you want, you know? I mean, r- running at that level sounds like a, a bit of a, an existential crisis. <laughs> You're in a bit of a crisis of sorts inside of yourself. And it almost seems like that elevates humanity. It, it elevates yes. us as human beings yes. and when we're going through crises. A guy called a few days ago and said, uh, maybe the only way that we will discover our full humanity is if we have a crisis. You see what's happened in uh, Mozambique with uh, yeah, Hurricane yeah. Idai, yeah. with yeah. Uh, um, uh, Cyclone Kenneth, yeah. how human beings Come rise together. to the occasion. Yeah. Do you think that's how we can maybe become human by having a crisis and creating our own crises by running 420 kilometers? Look, look, let me tell you one thing. I mean, about about the London to Paris. One, like I said, we're coming from different countries, okay, and some of those countries, English is their second language, okay. So, um, for example, we had someone from Russia, Italy, um, France. Um, Germany and 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 all of you know UK, the Netherlands, uh, Poland, Spain, Sweden, and and one thing that made us, and that's one thing that is so. Um, when I bring it back home to South Africa, is humanity. That's what it comes down to. It does not matter the color of your skin. <coughs> it's about. This is a human being. There's a point in running whereby you Wandi is read of Wandi Sile as a black person, but what's in Wandi is the core, which is essence. humanity. And and that exactly what what happened and, and, and what happened during those days. It did not matter why, why, where you're coming why is, from. Why is that story not making the headlines? What you've just said now. Why because is the story of 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 our shared humanity, not the ones that are making the headlines. Why is it that the stories that divide us and make us hate each other, the ones that make us become lesser than what we are, why is it that we love those stories and not this story, the the story that makes you transcend your one DC nongolwananes that makes you become something higher and that is a human being. Look, I, th- I, th- I think most, most of that is, is because when you are in that state, you kind of feel vulnerable. It's like you're exposing yourself. And, and, and a lot of times, we want to pro- be protective of who we think we are, you know? Um, and, and that is one thing that, you know, at some point, once you, get, once you read yourself yeah. of yourself, yeah. mm, then you get yourself. Once you rid yourself of yourself, then you get yourself. You find yourself. Wandi, I want to thank you, my brother, for coming through. You're a South African doing great things. You are making us proud and you are making us aspire to our better selves. I appreciate it. Well done. And thank you for coming to studio. Thank you very much for having me. Wandi Sile Nongojwana, South African doing great things. Let's take a break. Then we take the news.